After a deadly encounter with the Remoraz, the crew pushes further towards the palace. Will the infiltration go smoothly? Was Bud only the first casualty? And will the palace grounds be as Carmina remembered? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. So every now and then, we... Get a little bit lonely and the i'm trying to think of the lyrics of the bonnie taylor song it's bonnie tyler oh my gosh come on now i'm having a lot of difficulty with with words and names every now and then i'm falling apart yeah um now every now and then we what do we do what do we do all right i just wanted to every now and then we talk about we go through our uh our episode lists and brag about our punny titles. Oh, yeah. And we haven't done that for a little bit. That is true. And we usually stick to some of the earlier ones. But I want to. I want to say our, we've had in the recent like twenty or so, we've had some pretty, we've had some pretty good ones. We've had some pretty good ones. All right, that I think don't get as much recognition from us. We always talk about some of the like early ones. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Look at some of these. I think Farm to Unstable is one of my... Farm to Unstable? One of my favorites. That's favorite. very good. For Whom the Shell Tolls? Yeah. 404, Mage Not Found. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you only live ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. I think one of my favorites that I, I don't know <laughs> if people... <laughs> Episode 143. I basically just want to talk about this one. Uh, yeah, I have to say I didn't title? get this you one. You don't get this one? No. Great fight with Honed Info Giants is a very stretched pun for Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Okay, fight. (laughs) I would never have gotten that. Right? So if if you were a listener and you immediately knew what I was trying to pun on, congratulations. (laughs) But I just, I wanted to... I had wanted to put that one out there because I was like, this is a stretch. And it was a very specific train of thought that got me there. <laughs> and, but every part of it is a pun, which I'm pretty that happy is, about. That is true. That is true. So, uh, I do like take me out to the mall game. Yeah. So just, uh, just some, I look at some of these and I'm like, that was that long ago. Like, Oh, I know. Goodness gracious. Turtle sea call. Turtle sea call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh my gosh shark week oh my other uh russell pest crook is is was fun and that's <laughs> a play on uh 115 and that's a play on russell westbrook <laughs> yeah russell russell Westbrook. <laughs> oh man so i just wanted to i just wanted to throw those out there because i think we've had some good ones we have had some good ones uh, I, have, some I like less... map quest just because i still call google maps map quest yeah yeah <laughs> We've had some less good ones yeah. every now and then, but I think most of them are pretty, pretty solid. Hey, pretty for, solid. for almost 150 episode titles and having a f- couple duds, that's, I still think, a pretty good it margin pretty good. of success. Yeah, we are almost, uh, we are episode 148 right now. Wow. So we got one more and then 150. Do you think that will be the end? Do you think we'll finish in the those few episodes? Oh. No, goodness, no. Okay. Do you, do you think I, didn't, I didn't i mean i don't think so but i just wasn't sure no for sure not okay. almost almost assuredly not because that would be that would be satisfying you're not even in the two. palace that's a very good point that's you're a very still good in point. a smuggler tunnel we're not even yet in the like uh the uh uh you've still got the maze a hedge go maze yeah. you've still got you know a, a forest thing mm-hmm. Petrified forest. Petrified forest. So you've you're you might make it into the palace by one fifty, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll see. Um, oh yeah, and the other uh, your problem, your moral dilemma last week solved itself. It did. 
It did indeed. You should be thanking that Remoraz for taking away the uh, moral culpability of you having to decide what happened. I um, figured something like this would probably happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that thing, that Remoraz is no joke. No. I said at the end of the last episode, it, uh, it, it can do some nasty stuff. If you get swallowed, do you like take burn? Yeah. Like... So a bite deals 60, 10 plus seven. Oh my gosh. Damage. And I was rolling rocks for yeah. that. And then if it successfully bites you again, you take the bite damage, you get swallowed, you're like restrained and blind and all that stuff. And every turn you take like 21 acid damage. Oh my gosh. You can cut your way out. Um. <sighs> But yeah, it would have wow. been. Wow. Yeah, that would have been really bad. Would have been awesome if I got one of you guys. <laughs> but I did not. Everyone had good enough athletics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know. Uh, Malaris and Carhoon were the people to get grappled. Yep. 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 <sighs> so, here you are in this smuggler's cave. There's a dead giant fire frost centipede next to you its body still warm leaking uh, blackish green ichor onto the floor gross yeah 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 it is uh (laughs) it's next to uh an old table some frozen over bed rolls uh some like a box full of clothes and old like you know necessities mm-hmm. things it someone may have been living here obviously this was used for some sort of smuggling operation there is a crusted over body sitting against one wall and a pile of crates and boxes Carhoon took a lot of damage yes Malaris took a lot of damage yes what do you do can we take a short rest? You may take a short rest, yes. and I'll just say everybody, I guess everybody has um, many uh, hit die. Hit die. Okay. And so. a hit die, I'll just restore one of their One of their hits. One oh, of their okay. hits. Awesome. Carhoon gets all the way back up to full. All right. See so you hunker down in this cavern for about 45 minutes bandage up your wounds. Malaris sits there, puts some burn cream on, passes it to Carhoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bandages up the gashes across him from this horrible, horrible bite. They just bathe in aloe. Oh, gosh. Oh, that, that. And yeah, so they, they heal up and the rest of you oh, it didn't really take too much. So mm-hmm. what, what are you doing well, yeah, I think that while they're resting, um, I'm going to rummage around these crates and barrels and just kind of generally investigate this area. Okay. You rummage around the the barrels are effectively empty. Oh, okay. Like they might have some residue from whatever used to be in here. And the crates are, some of them have some like old empty bottles in them, mm. but it's mostly refuse that's not terribly um terribly valuable okay there is a seemingly frozen body yes like kind of hunched up curled up in one of the corners she will investigate that figure you walk over to that figure and as you get closer you can see it's it looks like a dwarf okay kind of crouched against the wall uh covered in a layer of like frost and ice remarkably well preserved Mm -hmm. and it seems to be clutching uh like a a big bottle but it's very much frozen okay i will try to see what this bottle is and you can't read it through the ice it's like it's like frozen frozen. okay so you would you would have to chip it out or get it out somehow (laughs) i'd be like bulger could you uh like firebolt just the general area to melt this without destroying anything is that possible? He looks at you. You remember the door, right? I, I do. So I guess that's a no. I can melt the ice. Can't guarantee nothing gets destroyed. 
Okay, well, why why don't we uh, just use normal fire then? And she can she'll light a torch and then just kind of like chip away and, and try to see what the scoop is with this figure. All right, it takes you a while, but you light a torch and start slowly melting the ice around it, and yeah, it looks like uh, definitely uh, very dead dwarf who's been here for quite some time. Uh, looks like it probably just you know froze to death in mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Whether it was being pursued or it was trapped, you're not sure. But you managed to melt enough ice uh, off of off of it and the bottle. It's just a, a relatively plain glass bottle, cork in the top, no label, but it is filled with a clear-ish liquid that's slightly tinted blue. Ooh. Um, looking at it, Octavia will be like, Jasulka, could you... Is there any, like, magic on this? Or is this just, like, liquor? He grabs it, pops the cork, takes a sniff. Mmm, that is uh, quite, quite potent. It doesn't seem to be uh, magical, but it might have some beneficial side effects. And he spends a little bit of time uh, looking at it, pulls a, a little dropper out, and kind of gives it a gives it a taste. And it is so it's some sort of it's not quite a magical potion, but mm-hmm. it is some mundane blend that is going to basically, if you drink it, you'll take uh, you'll trade off disadvantage on any dex based things for advantage on any strength based things oh so you're really clumsy okay but you have that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) so disadvantage on dex things advantage on strength things Mm -hmm. okay oh that's interesting yeah that's that's not a tax mind you Attacks? It's not, not like strength-based attacks. Oh, just like okay. ability checks, oh, saving throws. Okay. I definitely thought for a second that you meant that it is not a tax, like a T-A-X tax. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, what? gosh. Get that out of here. This is a fantasy world. I don't want to think about taxes. <laughs> I was like, huh. No, thank you. Uh, so you pry it out of out of these hands, and Carmina says, "Must have been one of the last smugglers to use this. Perhaps mm-hmm. they were being hunted, or maybe they just had nowhere else to go." And yeah, can I like? Is there anything else like identifying on the body or stuff that we could figure out? Or no, not a convenient Skyrim they journal. They don't take that. The smugglers don't typically carry IDs on them. That does make sense. Okay, well, uh, shall we move forward? Malaris, Karhun, you guys feeling you feeling up to continue? Yes. Yep, they're good. All right. Uh, uh, so, you know, we'll do, you know, once-overs, making sure that we caught everything. Okay. Um, we will put Bud's body on one of the bedrolls, kind of fold his arms over his chest with his longsword, and okay. continue on. Sounds good. So you start heading down. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you... Sorry, what did you do with Bud? We just put his body on a bedroll and folded his arms over him. Okay. Does anyone... (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone do anything? Uh, Alvarez like... (sighs) You know, he was our enemy to start, but then he was our companion and maybe things would have ended up the same way but he died fighting for us he did too bad and he took some hits that could have who knows taken Carhoon down or taken Malaris down and so he was definitely definitely helped us Jasulk says good riddance if you ask me that bug did what you all were too I don't know. Hoity-toity to do? Is that a good way to put it? I mean, I don't know if I would necessarily say hoity-toity, maybe Mm. uh, moral? Oh, get off your high horse. (laughs) Morality is in the eye of the beholder, and they don't have many morals, so... But they have many eyes, so they they have a lot of morals, if you think of it that way. 
Just Hulk just shakes his head. My logic pans out. <laughs> zero times eight is still zero, my dear. And he uh, walks off down the tunnel. What is your now marching? Now you're just mixing metaphors. Because you it's... realize that your original one doesn't pan out like you wanted. It's not a metaphor. It's called math. Perhaps you should try studying it sometime. <laughs> I've been inside your head. I know what you know, and my dear, it is not, a not lot. much. No, I, I do not contest that in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Marching order, it will be what we had last time. It was Carhoon, and then me, and then Owlbear, and then uh, Carmina and Bulgurt, and then Jasulka, and then um, Molaris. Okay. So Carhoon starts leading you down this tunnel again. And I'll cast light on the staff again, just so that everyone can see. Sounds good. He leads you down, and it's it's a pretty long tunnel. It has to be to, you know, reach all the way under the palace walls. And I'm sorry, what is Carhoon's passive perception? Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, please roll me a perception check. For Carhoon? Yes. Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound good. Uh, so Carhoon's walking along, and he takes a step, and there's a little... Chunk, oh, no. And an arrow flies down the tunnel right at him. Uh, and definitely hits. Okay. Definitely hits. And it also rolled a natural 20, so. Oh. Can traps crit? Uh, yeah, why not? I don't know. Why not? Uh, for 18 points of, uh, piercing damage. And then please roll a constitution saving throw. Oof. Nine. Nine. All right. Uh, Carhoon is poisoned. He cannot be poisoned. Carhoon is not poisoned, but he feels like he would have been poisoned. Except for the yummy donuts. for the food. And you hear another click. Ooh. And you think it's reloading. So. Okay. Roll initiative. Oh. That was a weird sound for Octavia. That was a weird sound. <laughs> 12 for Carhoon. 14. Are you going to roll for anybody else? Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Owlbear. 11. Bulger. 10. Carmina. 12. A Chisulka. 2. Malaris. 1. Great. That actually works out well for you because Carhoon is first. He is first in line. Okay. And this tunnel goes down about. Uh, it's down about 40 feet. Okay. Turns. And the arrows seem to come from the very end of the hallway. Okay. So, Carhoon gets hit with an arrow, sees it's kind of coming down from the wall straight ahead from this bend. Okay. 40 feet down. Um, He tells everyone about it. Everyone heard, saw him get shot. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. There's an arrow trap. Everyone, ow, ow. (laughs) Um, Does Malaris carry a shield? I don't think so. Okay. Does she have a shield on her, though? Uh, sure. Okay. He's going to be like, Malaris, can I have your shield? And is thinking of just running down the hallway with the shield in front of him so that he can just plug up the arrow hole with a shield. Okay. It's an action to don a shield. Well, he doesn't want to, like, fully don it. He just kind of wants to, like, hold it. It's going to be an action to take take a shield. Okay. He'll do that. All right. He grabs the shield and starts moving 
30 feet down. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Octavia? Uh, can I do a perception check to try to um, find out the intricacies of this trap? What do you mean, intricacies? Um, what would trigger it? Yeah, a, a thing on the floor. Pressure okay. plate. Is it just this one pressure plate? It's a long series of pressure plates. And okay. as Carhoon's running down it, just like, dunk, 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 dunk. And yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely going to keep keep going. Okay. Um, hmm. You don't have to do anything. If you just want to wait for Carhoon to uh, smash it, that's fine. Could I try to cast, do I, within that perception, see the the, the aperture from where the bol- the bolts are coming? Um, No, because there's a very large elf man in front of you, <laughs> but you know it's coming from the end of the hall. Okay. Can I cast, like, Frostbite on the wall to try to ice over the aperture? You could try. I will try to do that. Yeah, the range is 60 feet, so I would be able to do that. Okay. Is it a tack roll? No, it's a con save. Okay, what's the damage? Uh, it would be 3d6. Roll it. Okay. Roll it. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Okay. And it has disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. traps can have disadvantage. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I guess like some ice got in, the in there. Sure. Yeah, and it got uh, jammed up. All right. Uh, does anybody else do anything? I think they're all going to kind of try to wait and see the result of Carhoon's charge. Sounds good. Uh, so it's this thing's next round. It fires an arrow, comes whizzing down the hallway with disadvantage. Um, that's an 11 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. Uh, so Carhoon has a shield is able to get up to this thing. And what's he do? I want him to put like the, uh, I, I'm imagining it, one of those round shields that usually has like a, a raised hump in the very center of it. I don't know what that part mm-hmm. is called. Yeah, I don't either. But he wants to put that raised hump section like right over the aperture. Okay. Trying to kind of like plug it with the shield. Okay, um, roll me a, let's see, what do you, what kind of check do you think that would be? Either strength or dex, just because it's strength, like, all right. Okay, right, because he's trying to, like, hold the shield in place against the force of the bolt coming through. Mm-hmm. So just straight strength or? Straight strength. Straight strength. All right. Twelve. 12. Um, he jams it in there. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's stuck. You'll have to see if the bolts get stuck or if they can puncture through the shield mm-hmm. or not. Uh, okay. And then as, as once he gets the shield up in there, he's like, just run through. Okay. So everybody, you, do you and everyone else start running? Yeah. All right. Uh, so everybody can take the dash and basically get around this corner. Awesome. <laughs> kind of squeezing past Carhoon. And this thing is going to... It doesn't have disadvantage anymore. It's going to fire one more time into the shield to see if it can puncture it and see if Carhoon is going to take any damage. Um, what's Carhoon's AC normally? Uh, 19. 19. Shields are what? Plus two? Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. Okay. There's a dent. Thump. As another mm-hmm. arrow comes through, and then Carhoon kind of rotates off, grabs the dented shield, and hucks it down the corner. Very good. Awesome. He's like, oh, that was, that was fun. Here you go. Hands the shield back. <laughs> and you find yourself in a small passage very similar to the one you started in with a rickety wooden ladder leading up. Ooh. We'll do another. I'm going to do another careful perception check to make sure that there are no other traps in this area. Okay, roll it. Natural one for an 11. Uh, you don't see any traps. Okay. My passive perception is 20. Yep, I know. Uh, what do you do? We, um, let's see. I think the sneakiest of us is... Probably OB. Yes. So Owlbear is going to, um, like, uh, try to clamber up this ladder quietly mm-hmm. and see, A, if she can even lift the hatch 
with based on the last one it being frozen shut and see if she can open it she is going to peek out okay she climbs up the ladder up up top there is another like wooden hatch and she starts pushing on it and it's similarly just like frozen shut okay slides down the ladder tells you all this it's stuck i'm i'm not going to be able to get it um let's see i think then if carhoon could go up there and a combination of his strength and using a torch try to more quietly melt the ice away to get the hatch unstuck and (laughs) to balgar octavia will be like unfortunately i think we need to be relatively uh, surreptitious now. No, so. I get it. Sorry about that. It's not my skill set. I know. I, I know understand. you. You would do a good job, but yeah. Uh, okay, so Carhoon climbs up, and is going to try to force it open as gently as possible. Mm-hmm. All right, roll a strength check. Okie dokie. Ten. Ten. Natural five. Okay. Uh, he'll he'll be able to get it. It's going to take him some time and effort. And um, because he's struggling with it, give me a stealth check with disadvantage. Ooh, okay. For the stealthy surreptitious opening. Rolled an 18 and a 19. Okay. So that would be 20. All right. So he struggles with it, but after he manages to break through the seal, uh, he kind of holds himself back and gently slides it open, and you can see some sunlight peeking in. Okay. Can he just kind of look around and see what the surrounding area is that they're popping out into? Sure. He pokes his head up and looks around pokes it over the, the mountains of snow that kind of uh, like when you open a car door it kind of starts mm-hmm. falling into so you all get a nice dusting down below looks around and he sees that he's in uh, to one side of him in front is like a, a shed kind of deal it's a it's a nice shed but mm-hmm, it's still mm-hmm. sort of a shed maybe like a groundskeeper shed kind of deal and maybe like 20 feet behind that is the palace walls and he can sort of see the edges of some of these watchtowers but it's kind of a, a blind spot within the walls where they don't have a great view perfect place for a smuggler's tunnel mm-hmm. entrance yep okay so there it's a relatively covered area yes so we should be able to clamber out and we're not you know, right in the middle of a football field type yes. of thing all right so he's going to communicate the area um and the layout and we're all going to try to stealthily clamber up this okay. ladder uh everybody clamber up i'm not going to make you roll stealth for this because you're in a relatively covered area we will and have to though pulley up chuck you do have to pulley up chuck all right, I'll make a roll of stealth for that because that's yeah. going to require some doing. <laughs> but as you as you get up and out, you kind of see that this looks kind of like a raised bed and there's like a layer of frozen dirt and stuff oh. on, on the edge. And it's kind of like this trapdoor was built in in and under like a little garden behind this oh, shed. Cute. That's really clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what they used to grow up here because it's very, very cold. Yeah. But uh, so you all clamber out, shut the door. Well, start pulling Chuck up. Yeah. Give me a stealth check. Who all should roll that? Who's doing it? Um, I mean, Owlbear is probably on one end trying to like comfort Chuck and be like, make sure that the rigging is isn't hurting him. Have and stuff Owlbear like that. give me an animal handling. Okay. Let's call that a plus. It's a wisdom. Her survival is plus nine. Okay, yeah. That's, yeah. Sounds good. 18. Okay. Uh, so give me now a stealth check. Or from whoever's doing the the rigging and the pulling. Um, I feel like she would do the rigging, but then somebody up top would probably do the pulling. Okay, so whoever's um, doing the pulling. Um, let's see. I mean, probably Carhoon would because he's super strong. Okay. All right, so to rig Chuck into the pulley system... That will be a 21 stealth from Owlbear, and to pull, check up, Carhoon, an 8. An 8, okay. 
Carhoon's making uh, a fair bit of noise, but he's it's relatively compensated by Chuck being very quiet and <laughs> Owlbear uh, getting the rigging set up relatively easily. So Chuck gets pulled aloft, um, and, and she keeps being it's like, not quite complete. a disaster. So oh, that's, that's so funny. I just got this block and the, the block and tackle. I was like, I don't know. Maybe we'll need a pulley system. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad Look that. At Look at that. Uh, so you <laughs> pop up in this behind this shed, in uh, you know behind this wall, and you as you peek around the edges, you see it's a, a small kind of open space that you think maybe were some sort of like gardens or. You know, lawn, some sort of decorative topiary or, or something, you're not sure. But after about, you know, a hundred feet or so of that, you see the big enclosed walls of this uh, frozen hedge maze that you are going to use for cover to uh, get you from the grounds to the edge of this palace. All right. So. There is a fair bit of open ground to cover. So what do you do? Um. All right. So, like, how far in between? About 100 feet. 100 feet in between us and the entrance to the hedge maze. Yes. Okay. So, full-on run, it'll take you about 10 seconds, which is a long time. Yeah. When you're trying not to be seen. <laughs> um... But you also know that most of the watchtowers are facing the other direction. Right. So, there is a chance you'll be seen, but it's not quite as dire as if you were trying to cover 100 feet on the opposite side. And is it currently snowing? That's a good question. Here's a question for you. Do you want it to be snowing? I'm not going to tell you that. No, you have to tell me that because that's what the that's what the little smiley okay. face. Oh, that's true. Yes, I want it to be. Snowing. You want it to be snowing. All right. Do you want a light snow, heavy snow? Heavy snow. Okay, so the heavier snow, the better. Correct. Oh, it is very pristine, angry crystal face. clear day. <laughs> there is not uh, barely a cloud in the sky. I rolled my smiley okay. face dice. Yeah. <laughs> not snowing. Okay, um, let's see. Would it be better if we go one at a time or all of us at once? That's something you're going to have to answer. If all of you go, it'll be more obvious. If right. we, you go one by one, it's more chances. Right. Pros and cons. Um, I think I'm going to have us go one at a time. Okay. And every... Octavia's going to go last. And before everyone goes she's gonna cast guidance on them <laughs> to okay. give them an extra d4 right. in their stealth okay 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 all right um i think we're gonna have the unstealthy people go first so i think her carmine carmina carmina mm -hmm. is going to dash across first oh okay just roll it just roll it okay a nine. That is a nine. Uh, oh no! Wait, that was a sixteen, not a six. Never mind. Sorry, that's a uh, nineteen. Okay, that's a pretty big difference. So, yeah, <laughs> Carmina seems to be feeling a bit more at home. She's, oh, I've got this, and just moves with more speed and dexterity than you would imagine. They're great on short distances. <laughs> Very dangerous over short distances, uh, and just two, 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 two. Makes it across this open field and takes cover behind one of these hedges. Awesome. All right. Unseen well, next. Bulger is going to go next, and I'll be like, you have to be surreptitious. I, I, do, I do what I can. <laughs> I'm naturally flamboyant. <laughs> flamboyant, baby. That's funny. Because he's a fiery dragon. 15. 15. Uh, not quite as stealthy as Carmina, but he gets across and slides behind cover okay. and seemingly has not been seen. Awesome. Well, maybe like way to beat because we like could tell that maybe his, you know, foot caught something and maybe made mm -hmm. a bit of a sound. So we're all like on the other end, we're like, like looking around mm -hmm. and seeing. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's see. I think Carhoon will go next. All right. 
That's not a good face. That's an eight. That is an eight. Uh, so Carhoon <laughs> starts running across and halfway through just kind of trips and stumbles and it takes him a little bit longer. He does get across, but you also, uh, from your, your vantage point, you kind of poke out and there's definitely uh, some some notice going on from one of the nearest watchtowers. Okay. It's like in video games, they would have like the question mark over oh, their head. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. It's going to fade into the alert something's happening if too many things go wrong. Okay. So you can see one of the towers being a bit agitated. You can kind of see their heads turning and scanning across the courtyard every now and then. Um, but you are not discovered discovered quite yet okay yeah or like in skyrim when the like the eye is open mm-hmm. the eye is opening <laughs> it's not completely shut but it's not completely open okay um let's see i think malaris will go next okay i rolled a natural one okay rolled a one on my guidance oh no so that is a total of six yeah uh so <laughs> She starts, steps out, and starts running. She's very quick, very athletic, uh, but is also just kicking up big clouds of uh, snow and ice behind her. She gets behind, and you can definitely hear some more, like, agitated murmurs coming from that watchtower. Like, did you see see something over there? I don't know. know. Maybe we should And uh, some more people kind of, like, peering, peering out. Being like, does it does that snow look disturbed down there? It's hard to tell. Okay. You have two strikes. Two strikes. Alright. So they're not they're not coming out yet. Not coming out yet. Okay. 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 Um So is this stealth to not be seen or not be heard? Both. Okay. I guess would Carhoon have had advantage because of his cloak? Which gives him advantage on trying to hide. Would that have... Because he's not hiding yet. Okay. Um, all right. That was me shaking my head for our listeners. <laughs> for, for this audio medium. Yep. All right. Let's see. We still have Jasulka, me, and Owlbear. Mm-hmm. All right. I think Owlbear is going to go across. Okay. Chuck. Doctor. out. 14. Mm. Owlbear is very quiet, but poor Chuck is still a bit oh, shaken no. from coming up. And as they're running across, there is a <laughs> that echoes around, oh, no. and you hear the tower. Someone's like, "Was that a goat? Oh, that no. was a go- goat. Send, go check it out." Oh no, goat, check it out. Goat, check it out. And Albert slides into the maze, and you see the door at the bottom of the watchtower open, and three individuals walk out. One of them holding a large glaive, like the one you saw before, and two who look a lot like the dearly departed bud (laughs) flanking on either side. Okay. And they start walking towards this open courtyard that a lot of you just crossed. Okay. They're gonna get there pretty soon. What do you do? Um, are people from the tower watching them? Or... They think something's going on, so the, the, the general area is being observed. Okay. Um, I think everyone in the uh, 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 hedge maze is going to try to hide. So maybe they'll, like, go, like, find an angle mm-hmm. and, like, go around a corner type of thing. And then Jasulka and I... We'll try to hide behind the shed. Okay. So cumulative stealth rolls or? Uh, yeah. Okay. So for everyone on the hedge maze side, hedge maze side, Albert. Ten. Bulger. Non-natural 20. Molaris. 17. And Carmina. 15 and Carhoon 14 okay all right so this group walks up to to the area in between and sees like a big trail that leads <laughs> through this deep several feet a tall snow. snow just like a channel going from the shed <laughs> to the maze and so they kind of like walk over and look around in the maze 
and they don't really see too much, and they don't really go in, and then they turn around and move with expedience towards the end of the shed. Okay, so Jasulka and I should roll for our stealth check. Uh, what? What are you? How are you hiding? Is how deep is the snow? A couple feet. So if there's. I know that sometimes, you know, like snow, if it's up against something, if there's like an angle, it can kind of become more of a snow bank. Can we try to hide in the snow bank? You could try to tunnel into the snow, sure. Yeah, that's what we'll try to do. All right, for Jasulka, 25. Mm-hmm. For Octavia, I assume her boots aren't really helping in this situation. Six. Oh, boy. All right, the three of them <laughs> come around the corner. Jasulka is as the wind, and Octavia is not. They come around the corner, and they look, and they see this very disturbed, like, patch. Everyone climbing up you, tackling a goat out of a tunnel. There's a lot of tracks. Snow is very disturbed. And they're like, the the one in the lead is like, something's going on here. He turns to one of the two, and he says... Go put the palace on alert. I think they're intruders. And then takes the glaive and starts sweeping it through the piles of snow. And it comes to rest, like, on you. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing, but this is hilarious. He says, if you're in there, you've got about two seconds to come out before I start stabbing. What do you do? Okay. Uh... (laughs) We're going to burst out of the snow. You're going to burst out of the snow. I'll tell you what Jazoka does. In oh, a okay. Okay. I will burst out of the snow. Okay. And how close did the other two orcs already turn to leave? Or one they- of them, as, as he started sweeping, one of them turned around and was going back towards the tower. Okay. How far away from me is that one currently? Um, I mean, it probably took its full move. So 60 feet as this one was kind of shuffling okay. through the snow. Is it is he in sight of the watchtowers? Because I know that the like shed was kind of in a cornerish area and we were behind it. The one with the glaive and the one who stayed behind who are poking through the snow are behind the shed with you. So okay. they're not really visible, but the one who is moving back towards the watchtower is definitely in view of the watchtower. You know what we're gonna do? We're just gonna roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> roll for you that and Jasulka. Okay. For Octavia. Grand total of a five. For Jasulka. That's a three. I feel like he would have more of a bonus. Like, just three on the die. But. Okay, okay. Alright, um. So, it is the one in charge's turn first. Of course. Yeah. Who has this glaive, like pressed into your sternum as you're like shivering in this pile of snow <laughs> he just said you've got about two seconds before I start stabbing and it seems like perhaps he is ready to do something oh great um, Octavia it is your turn you told me you burst out of the snow that's true So, well he said you had to get out of there right he said, you've got about two seconds before I start stabbing. You burst out of the snow? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want that guy to go, be able to go and alert people, but he's in the middle of being seen, so it's bad if he mm-hmm. just gets fireballed. Probably. Probably. What do you do? Uh, 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 uh. Octavia has no time to think. No, so she's stand just up. like, uh, she probably just. Do you po- freeze? I, she probably just poison sprays the two of them. Okay. So you pop up and poison spray. Uh, as you sort of shove your hands out in an aggressive motion, their ready actions are going to be triggered. That makes sense. And then you will get to spray that poison. So. Yeah, I feel like it's just like a, a knee-jerk reaction, just like. Oh, right. So this one is going to make an attack with his glaive against you for a... Oh, shoot, that's going to miss. Woo! 
But the other one is then going to step up to you and swing. Well, was stepped up and is going to swing out with a long sword. Ugh. Also a miss. <laughs> they roll garbage. Thank the three. So, sh- sh- and then you poison spray. So the regular soldier makes a con save, fails. The leader makes a con save. And also fails. Nice. I rolled a 12, an 11, and a 7 on my 3d12. That's so that will be 30 points of poison damage to the both of them. 30 points of poison damage. All right. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, um... <laughs> Hold on. I am thinking about what Jisulka would do in yeah. this situation. It's boring, but that's why I put that thing down. Yeah. It's going to pop up a magic missile. All right. He, he doesn't have anything that could stop the guy who's leaving. Like, he doesn't have suggestion or... No, nah, that person's gone. You need to take out care of this threat. That that boat may have already sailed. Um, there's not much he can do without, like, just obviously killing this person in the middle of the Mm -hmm. the field, which he could do, but that might be worse. Right. So, he's gonna deal with this stuff first. Magic missiles, the big guy. What is that? 11? 11. Great. And it's their turn. So, the one in charge is going to Uh probably cast something. Oh! He picks up his glaive and shouts a few words, and it starts to glow and crackle with energy, and then swings out at you for probably a hit with a 20-something. Yes. Deals initially... Die. Uh, deals 12 points of slashing damage. Okay. And then you hear a thunder clap and you take an additional three points of thunder damage. And please make a strength saving throw. I can do that. It won't be good, but I can do that. Let's see. Ten. Ten. All right, you get pushed, and you fly and hit the back of this shed and fall prone. Okay. You take three points of bludgeoning damage as you get slammed into the shed, and then you fall on your face into the snow. Uh, this person is then going to swing his glaive down on top of you. Lovely. I had advantage, and I rolled a one and a three. <laughs> So he's going to swing again. Oh, no. And I rolled a one and a two. No. Garbage. The dice do not want this guy to hit me again. Garbage, garbage, garbage. So then the regular soldier is going to go and is going to swing uh, once at you with the long sword and once at Jasulka. Against you is a natural 17. That will hit. So that will definitely hit deals you six points of damage and then slings the sword out at Jasulka for a natural 20. Ooh. For nine points of slashing damage. And it is your turn. Well, since that was a crit, that's just two hits, right? Yes. Because he doesn't have yep. hit points. All right. Uh, the one in the open field starts... Is continues okay. running towards the tower. <laughs> so it is your turn. Do you stay and fight these people? Do you go and try to take care of the tower people? You have your group hiding in the hedge maze who, you know, don't really know, know what's, what's happening. Going on. Yeah. They'll probably put it together in a round or two. Okay. So the space, how far away is the orc from the tower? I know he's 60 feet away from me. Well, he's 120 now because he just ran Oh, again. that's true. So uh, he'll probably get to the base of the tower next round. Okay, so he's like 60 feet away from the tower. Mm-hmm. 
And how far is this tower from the next tower? I don't... A while. Okay. Does well, it matter? Well, I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, if he gets into this tower and lets everyone know that they're intruders, how long do we have until that tower is able to alert everyone? Probably not long. Probably not long. Does it seem... Would we have known from Bud if they have, like, magical communication in between the towers? You never asked. We never asked that. That's a very good point. You got to make a decision. Uh, Don't overthink it. Let's keep the action moving. Um, She'll poison spray again, the two of them. Great. Uh, Failure on the big guy. That's cracked. Failure on the other guy. Okay. 19 points of poison. 19 points of poison. All right. The little guy is almost little guy. The the regular soldier is looking rough. Okay. The other one took some damage, but is still up. Uh, okay. That is you. Uh, Jasolka leans over to you and says, are we going to stand here and fight or should we just get out of here? I feel like our cover is blown. If we are able to take them down and maybe get the one who's running towards the tower and or everyone in the tower, I think having fighting some more enemies now to keep our element of surprise might be better in the long run. What do you you propose we do about the one in the tower? Can you just send magic missiles after him? I guess so. They're going to see him die. Well, could you, uh, and then we could maybe gang up on everyone in the tower. That's what I was thinking. If you think that's the best course of action, and he'll pop around ah! and shoot a <laughs> no! magic missile at the one who takes 11 points of damage. I mean, he's like, if you don't... Ca- I guess 120 feet away. He could hit him with something bigger if you don't care about him being seen. But the other towers might see. Yeah, I don't want to alert the other towers. I think this tower is compromised, but I'd like to keep the other towers in the dark for as long as possible. All right, so he hits the other one for a magic missile. And it is the guard's turns. Big one with the glaive. Growls is mad that he didn't hit twice with... <laughs> oh, did you stand up? You, um, were, you were prone. I Yeah, I would have stand, stood up. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, this one towers over you and you feel a menace like just emanating from him please make a wisdom saving throw Uh is this a fright type of effect maybe does that matter for you it does okay it is natural 20 for a 30 okay you are not frightened i have we uh, all of us with heroes feast have advantage on wisdom mm. saves against fright all right sounds good you are fine and he glowers as the uh regular soldier is gonna take a swing at you and a swing at carhoon against you is a for like 15? No. Against not Carhoon. Uh, Jasolka is another miss. Awesome. It's like, oh, my fingers are frozen. I can't I can't do it. Uh, your turn. Poison spray again. Con save, baby. First one passes the big guy. Second one uh, natural 18 passes. Oh, okay. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Jasolka uh, pops out, fires a magic missile hits the uh, the running orc for another well, 11 points mm-hmm. of damage, but it escapes into the tower. Boop. Yeah. The glaive-wielding individual growls that everything he's trying isn't <laughs> working and is just gonna swing at you with the glaive. Okay. Swing number one. 15, miss. Swing number two. 
Natural two. Miss. <gasps> Swing number three. Come, Come on, on, baby. Natural 16. Ugh, that will do it. Uh, crap damage. Six points of slashing. And no more damage. thunder? No more thunder. That was a thunderous smite. Ah. And then the... Oh, jeez. Dice out. Dice! Dice gone! Dice ah, overboard! Dice overboard! Ah, ah. Um, the <laughs> other one is going to swing once at you. Natty 19. That will hit. For eight points of slashing and against Jasulka, natural six miss. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, what you okay. do? So the other orc is at the base of the tower. 180 feet away from me. In the tower. He's in the tower. You cannot see him. Cannot see him. Okay. Not happy about that. Yeah, do another con save round. Big guy, Natty 18. Little guy, fail. Okay, so the little guy at least is going to take something. 15 points. Dead. All right, and then Octavia will be like, take down the big one, Jasulka. Okay. So he'll focus his magic missiles on the big one. All right, big one gets hit with some magic missiles. And you hear a horn go off. Oh, shoot. Emanating from the tower that the uh, individual just went into. And you see the heads bristling on the other towers turn around and they all signal in return. (laughs) (laughs) As it seems your presence in some form is definitely now known. It is the big orc in charge's turn who smiles at you and says, you'll never escape here alive. You made a mistake in coming here and brings his glaive. Did you move? Um, I probably would have. Yeah, I would have moved away from him. Well, does the glaive have reach? Because I have to be within 10 feet for poison spray. The glaive does have reach. Okay, so I wouldn't have moved because I didn't want to incur. Okay. Um... You just poison sprayed. He just fired. Yes. Okay. So this guy is going to. Uh, he looks at you, knows this is a long shot, but is going to try it anyway because he's been rolling like garbage and says, Surrender. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. 22? Yeah, it was a long (laughs) shot. Uh, He tried to command Mm -hmm. you, uh, but you shake it off and are not affected. And he says, well, I guess we'll have to do this the hard way. It is your turn. Jasalka says, we've been made. We should get out of here. Yeah. How, How bad does this guy look? He's got a lot of fight left in him. He does? Okay. Um, My only thing is that he'll be right on our tail. He's going to just follow us. If you run, yes. If we run. Whereas, again, the people in the tower will have it, will maybe have a chance to kind of get lost in the maze before they come out. Right? Silk says, I can get us into the maze. Might buy us some time. You can get us deep into the maze? Deep enough. You and me and everybody else? Just you and me. The others are already there. But we won't know where they are. I could... I'm telling you what I could do. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. Then we'll just have to run. Uh, What do you do? Yeah, get us out of here. Okay. He grabs you and dimension doors you... Classic. ...across the... The, uh... It's the no man's land, which he couldn't do for everyone because he only has so many spell Mm -hmm. slots. Uh, so he grabs you and you appear in this maze surrounded by uh, ice-covered shrubbery snow hanging down big icicles like trailing off of all of these branches that probably haven't been thawed in quite some time. He looks around and you don't see your companions immediately and you hear these horns still ringing off in the distance. (laughs) 
But we'll pick up their next episode. Oh my gosh. The party is officially split. The party is split. Oh my and gosh. And the enemies know you're there. <laughs> oh no. This is where the fun begins. <laughs> the plan went according to plan. Where would the fun be? Oh man. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, you can get in touch with us on social media. We're active on both Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at Podcast. Catch y'all next week.